Danger Hour is back. I'm your fancy pants host, James Danger. Hi! How are you? Boy, I just came back from somewhere that everybody loves to go. Oh my god, James! Are you being sarcastic? Of course I'm being sarcastic! Oh my god, James, are you in a mood today? I'm always in a mood. But today, I'm feeling extra cunty. Oh my god, James! What's new? All right. Yeah, you're right. You know what? This show, I... I haven't done a show in some time, but that's because I'm just I'm just so busy all the time. I'm a very important person, everybody. I've got lots of things up in the air that I'm juggling. Yeah, really important things. You you really wouldn't understand, and I don't want to bother you with all the facts and details. Thank you, champs. Oh fuck you. Now the fact of the matter is, I've I've had a lot of rage over the last few days, and I need to do a show so I can dump all my negative energy out on you, and in turn, you can take all that energy and absorb it, and then put it off on someone else. So, uh, you're welcome. Oh my God, James! How are you helping anybody? I'm helping myself. All right, and and in turn, I help out my family because I release my negative energy onto all of you. And that I'm a happier person as a result. Okay, James, that's fine. Thank you. Thank you. Let me just unload on you. Oh, James, I'll take your load. Oh, Christ. Oh, boy. So, yeah, everybody, if you're in the mood to hear some, uh, some rage, then you found the right podcast. So just, uh, if you get off on that, just go ahead and sit back and spread. Spread them. Because I will deliver. Oh, my God, James. I'm spread. No, I I was really talking like figuratively, you know, ready to uh to take all my rage. I'm ready to take it, James. All of it. Okay. All right. Would you like to take a guess on where I was today? Um, give me a hint, James. All right. Nobody likes to go there. Um, your mom's house. <laughs> no, but good guess. What's your second hint, James? Okay, second hint is there's a long line of people waiting to be uh, serviced. It's not your mom's house, James. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's your mom's house. <laughs> no, it's not my mom's house. <sighs> Next hint, James. Okay. People that go there have to pay a fee all the time, it seems. And other people go there to, uh, to take rides. Oh my God, James, it's your mom's house. No, it's not my mom's house. Oh, in that case, it's a DMV. That's right. The DMV. Hell on earth. Nah, but you know what? Um, well, first of all, I have to go there. If you're wondering, I have to go there because my license needs to be renewed, right? We all know about that. So, uh, but the thing is, you do not step foot into the DMV, everybody, unless you have an appointment. I'm sure most of you already know that. But if there are some of you out there that are like me, high-functioning retard, and it takes you a little bit to learn things, let me just help you out with this little tidbit of information. Make a goddamn appointment before you go to that place. Because normally, you know, back in the days of yesteryear, you'd have to go there and wait for hours upon hours, right? Uh, If you're a youngster, you don't know about this. So... Look at me sounding arrogant, like I'm old. <laughs> so, so anyway, you make an appointment, and uh, when it comes to this renewal, renewal, 
I couldn't just do it online this time. I had to go there and take a fucking vision test, a new photo ID, and a written test, okay? Now, I was in and out of there, accomplishing all three of those things in less than 40 minutes. All right? That's not bad. That's pretty good in my book. So uh, there you go, everybody. Appointment at the DMV. Get in and get the hell out. You know, nobody wants to be there. It's, it's, it's miserable. Oh, you know what? But uh, I will have to tell you that when I try to make my, my license is expiring this month because of my birthday. Oh, my God, James, happy birthday. It's not yet. It's later on this month. Your birthday month, James. No. Lido is a pretentious asshole that has a birthday weekend. Okay, and I'm not going to stoop to his level and even surpass him by a birthday month. Preposterous! Okay? Preposterous. But you know what? A birthday weekend is pretty good. <laughs> Only if you have somebody, like, treat you the whole week, like, take you somewhere fancy and nice. Like, I told my wife, like, hey, uh, birthday weekend's coming up, so uh, why don't you go? God damn it, you see? I'm stooping to Lido's level. I've hung out with that guy too much. He's rubbing off on me. He's rubbing off any chance. Oh, my God. Not like that. Not like that. I mean, he's rubbed up on me, but uh, he's, not, not, he's not rubbing off on me. <laughs> not if I can help it anyway. So anyway, I, I digress. So I got to get my stupid license renewed. So the only time, uh, you know, the only chance I can make an appointment in a reasonable time was, uh, well, I mean, to be honest, I wanted to take the, the extra hours off of work to go in the afternoon instead of going before work and then having to go to work the rest of the day. That's for suckers, everybody. So most of the appointments were like at 8 a.m. I'm not doing that shit. I'd rather go to work and get off early. That's right, because the job I have allows me to take personal time whenever I so desire to get shit done. And so I took three hours off work and I got paid, everybody, to go to the DMV and renew my license. Okay? <laughs> I win! All right? <laughs> but the problem is I had to go to Fullerton. If none of you know where that is, I'm in uh, Hashenda Heights. And uh, Fullerton is on the way to Disneyland if you live out of state or out of the country or whatever. Anaheim, California. So it's, it's uh, around that area. It's like 10 miles away. But it, that doesn't matter. Oh, here's my point. I'm sorry. I'm going all over the fucking place. I'm just excited. <laughs> going to that area in the OC. Oh, oh, pinky up. Oh, Orange County. <laughs> yeah, snobs in that area. But the thing that OC does have above where I live is beautiful women. Oh, boy. There were some good-looking women in this office. Woo! So just the eye candy alone was worth it. And it was a nice little drive. I'll have to be honest with you. Nice, nice little drive there. <laughs> so anyway, I digress once again. Here's the deal, everybody. Before I left... You know, I, I ate, I watched a little bit of Gotham, which I will respond to later on in the show, and uh, took a shit, took a shower, and I look in the mirror, and I'm like, uh-oh, I've reached the point with my facial hair 
that I've surpassed like the cool scruffy guy look. All right. There's like a few days where that's going on. But I passed that point, ladies and gentlemen, to the point where I was like a wetback slashed Saudi Arabian homeless looking guy. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I can't have that because who knows when I'm going to get this DMV photo again. And I'm going to be stuck with this creepy fucking photo for like 10 years, right? That's my horror. Oh my God, I'm so into myself that I can't go around with an ugly photo of my DMV picture for like 10 more years. I, can't, oh, I just can't help it. So my plan was, all right, I'll just trim a little bit and, uh, you know, take it back to the cool guy scruffy look. Easy, right? So I get my little fancy trimmer and I start trimming my little mustache, which is the heaviest. And uh-oh, I take away a little too much and now I look weird. <laughs> Now, uh, the mustache is a little too trim, and the rest of my face looks like a fucking dirty vagina, all right? To quote my sister, which is, which is uh, uneasy, or I'm un sorry, it's, uns <laughs> it's unsettling when she tells me that. No, no, nobody wants their sister telling them, your face looks like a dirty vagina. Fucking gross, right? Not the fact that it's a vagina, but the fact that your sister's telling you that. <laughs> That's unsettling. So anyway, I've only got like five minutes and I'm like, fuck, now I got to shave. There's no turning back. I shave as fast as I can, get my shit all trim and nice. And I'm like, you know what? This is worth it. I'm looking pretty fucking good. Look at me all clean. <laughs> Combed my hair for a change, removed my hat, which some is, thinks is surgically attached to my head because I wear it all the time. Yes, that's right. A black baseball cap. That's my thing. <laughs> out of sheer laziness. And I use it as a tool to hide from the world. That's right. You might be laughing at that, but I'll tell you what. If you see someone from your past that you do not want to talk to, let's say at a grocery store, it's very fucking convenient to just pull your hat down a little bit and tilt your head forward. They won't see you. That's right. A cloaking device. Not unlike Batman. Oh my God, James, you're such an asshole. Yeah, I know. Anyways, so I like, it's a tool, all right? I want to hide from the world because I'm shy. <laughs> Fucking fag. Oh my God, James, you can't say that. Yes, I can, because I don't mean it in that way. I mean it as lame. How every 90s kid means fag. Lame. So get off me about that. All you uh, homophobes or uh, the opposite, right? <laughs> pro home whatever you, what? ah anyway let's catch back up i'm sorry i'm all over the place i'm sorry i'm sorry it's been a while it's been a while but uh i haven't been, i haven't done this for a while i'm out of i'm out of practice so i'm looking great my hair's all combed my face is all clean all right go to the dmv now i'm standing in line for the photo and i'm like all right just like last time if you listen to this fucking gay show and yes i did mean that in the gay way, not lame. <laughs> Catch up. If you remember, when I go to the DMV, you already have a resting bitch face, or as my in my case, the resting like squinty mean eyes, you know? Like you're brooding just like Batman. Oh my God, James, stop it! I, I'm serious. It's also a defense mechanism. If you have that brooding like mean looking look on your face, nobody fucks with you. It worked in high school, it works at jobs, it works in life. 
If people see you go, like, oh, that guy doesn't look like he's friendly to be around, they won't fuck with you and they'll leave you alone. Another way to keep my shyness away. <laughs> so I'm in line, looking brooding and dark. All right. Got my eyes squinty. Like there's a, like there's a bright sunlight indoors. <laughs> so that when I walk up to the picture area, it doesn't look like I'm putting on some mean face. It's just like, oh, that guy just looks like that. So it's not going to be weird when he makes a mean-looking face in his photo. Now, I'm not going a gangster like, oh, fuck yeah, man, look at me, I'm so hard. It's just like, you know, I, I want to look at, I don't want to be a smiling and shit. I look like a fucking weirdo. So I walk up, it's working like a charm. The Asian girl takes my paper, looks at me, immediately looks away, like, uh-oh, this guy doesn't look very happy. Okay, stand back, I'll take your photo. I stand back, photo's taken. She gives me, I've never seen this before because I have no idea what the fucking picture look like, looks like. She gives me the photo. Okay. And, and I think I only got it because I'm go, I was going to take the written test. So she gives me the, this printout of my photo. And she says, okay, go to that blue door so you can take a written test. All right. I walk away. I take a peek at my photo. <laughs> oh, man. It's a fucking nightmare. I did this weird thing with my lips. I wasn't even aware that I was doing it. In the middle of like my tough guy, squinty, squinty, brooding looking face, I pursed my lips like a fucking weirdo. It, it, it looks so awkward. Now listen, because I'm clean shaven, and for some goddamn reason, the DMV camera makes your face look wider than it normally is. They did the same shit to my wife's face. My wife's face looks enormous. Okay. It looks really fucking fat. And I was laughing like crazy when she showed me her photo. But here I am now with a fat fucking clean shaven face. I look like, I'm not kidding you. I look at the same time, I look like a fat little chubby child because I'm so clean shaven. I look like an angry child. <laughs> because my lips are all pursed like that. It looks like I just asked for candy and someone said no. And I'm like, hmm, that's how I look. Like a fat, angry, stubborn, fucking <laughs> spoiled brat kid. And I also look like a creepy pedophile at the same time. <laughs> I'm stuck with this fucking photo for God knows how long. The pedophile, spoiled brat kid look face. What the fuck? You had one job, dickhead. Just to take one photo. And you couldn't do that. Ah. Oh, man. What a fucking mess. <laughs> Shit. So on the walk to take my written test, I'm like panicking and also laughing and just like, oh, man. And I, may, I, I take a photo with my phone of the photo because I know the guy at the next place is going to keep it so I can show my wife. No, I know what you're thinking. Yes, James, you have to do it. No, I am not posting that photo the Danger Hour Instagram page. No, there's no fucking chance. Oh, my God, James. You have to do it, James. You have to like, make everyone's day extra bright and special and post that photo, James, of the, of the brat angry kid who's also a pedophile. No, no, it's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. It's not going to happen. Oh, man. 
my everything backfired today, everybody. Everything, my, all my plans. <laughs> so not only uh, did that set me off, not really. I mean, I was fine. So I'm driving home, and so you know, per my danger hour, did I say that it's a danger hour? By the way, hi, but it's a danger hour. <laughs> Episode 182. Welcome. On the way back home, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to stop and get an iced coffee so I can do my show, so I can get energy for the show because I'm already, I'm just, I'm dragging ass the whole day. So I'm like, all right, the first McDougal's or Starbucks that I see, I'm going to stop and get a large iced coffee. So on the way home, there's nothing until I get, uh, Close to home, and there's a shitty fucking McDonald's location that I that I live by. It's on the corner, and uh, it's a really bad location. There's always cars. It's jam packed. I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm gonna go inside. It'll be faster. I'm just getting one iced coffee, and I'll be in and out, and I'm gonna get fucking home and be done with it. So I walk in. There's one person in line. Everybody, okay? They're quickly done. I'm next. Walk up to the counter. The young girl, can I take your order, sir? Yes, I will take a large black iced coffee. Will that be it? That's it. Okay, your totals, blah, 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 blah. All right, there you go. I pay. She gives me my receipt. She grabs the cup. She, I take a step back. I throw my receipt in the trash because why the fuck do I need that, right? I turn around, and when I'm turning around, uh, a family is walking up to the counter. Now, she's already got my fucking cup full of ice, right? All she's got to do is take another step and pull down a little lever for six seconds. Fill the cup with coffee, lid, and give it to me and have me be on my way. Simple, right? But guess what she does? As if you couldn't see what was coming. She, she puts ice in a cup. Starts to go towards the machine, looks at the family that's approached the counter, puts my cup down, goes up to the family and says, can I help you? Can I take your order? What the fuck? (laughs) What the? What the? Why? Why? James, normally I would. I would say you're overreacting. You're screaming and it's not worth the chance, but I honestly agree with you this time. Oh, great. You agree with me. Great. Thanks. <laughs> Please tell me what is going through this girl's head that the logical choice is to put my cup down instead of just taking six seconds to fill it up with iced coffee and handing it, it's a fucking black coffee. She doesn't have to put any sweetener, any milk, nothing. There's one step. Hold the lever down, five, six seconds, done. Hand it back to me. I don't understand what went through her fucking mind that the most logical choice to make was to have me fucking wait there like an asshole staring at her while she takes this family's order. It's shit like this that drives me up the fucking wall. And yes, I know what you're thinking. God, you are a, a really small person. If you are this stuff like this bothers you. <laughs> well, 
Well, you know what? Fuck you. Because it does. Because it does. Yes, I dwell on shit like this. And yes, I've got a rage inside of me. And this ignites it. Shit like this. Little shit all day long like that. I don't get it. And no, it's not because uh, it's like I don't have this complex like, oh, you're supposed to serve me first. All right, that's not what it is. And as you can see, I analyze everything way too fucking much because I'm pr I'm going through all your fucking thoughts, all of you, all the possible concepts here. Yeah, you're full of yourself, man. Just fucking wait till she takes her order. No, 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 no. It's, it's simple. You, you do something really quick. Get this guy out of here. Customer service. He's gone. He's happy. Take your order. Everything's fine. <laughs> I don't understand the thought process. This happens all day long, everybody. I'm not saying I'm perfect, but that's an easy one right there. And you know you've seen these fucking people. And if you haven't, you're that person. Oh my God. Yes, yes. Yes, this, this ruined my day. <laughs> no, not really. Not really. It didn't ruin my day. But it, it does like just, you know, oh, this. All right. Hold it together, James. Hold it together. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's just, it's, you never play that game. I forgot what it's called. Is it Kerplunk? But there's a bunch of sticks in that, in that weird thing with all the holes in it. And there's marble sitting in there. And every time someone takes a turn, they pull one stick out. And it's just making the marbles a little weaker. That's my day. And stupid fucks like her are just taking a stick out at a time. And just making me going, all right, just keep it together, James. Just keep it together. You're all right, dude. You're all right, buddy. It's just the, it's just the stress of the day. And, you know, and, and the bullshit you go through every day. And people like that just fucking. All right, I'm, I'm going to move on because I, I'm just getting... I'm just getting fed. You know what? No, I'm not going to move on because the reason I'm doing this fucking show is so I can bitch about it and then, and then it just goes away and I'm fine. Once I scream and yell about it, then I'm all right. Then I can live my life and not fucking strangle my wife or beat the shit out of my kids <laughs> and hold a pillow over their face until they go, Daddy, why do you love? Why do you hate me, Dad? Oh, oh I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's not you. It's me. <laughs> I don't do that, by the way. All right, yeah, let's move on. All right, I'm sorry, everybody. Let's move on. Let's move on to something else that bothers me. Oh, my God, James, why? Is this podcast just going to be about you bitching and complaining, James? Is that all it's going to be? Yes, it is. It's my goddamn right. You can turn it off if you don't listen to it, but don't do that because it'll be in vain. <laughs> you know what? I've actually had uh, a few of you write to me and say you love when I go off on shit. So you're welcome. I'm doing you a service. That's all. I'm, I'm caring about you, all of you. You understand that? It's all about you guys. This is a selfless act I'm doing. All right. So uh, Monkey <gasps> surprised me the other day. He calls me up on, a, on this last Friday. Or he texts me. Sorry, nobody calls anyone anymore. He texts me. Hey, Monkey, do you want to go to a Dodger game today? I'm like, oh, what the hell? What a pleasant surprise. And I text him back, you know, after I had to work out some other plans, like something called Sticks and Stones that fell apart. <laughs> Fucking Lido and Peterson. Anyway, I'm like, yeah, I'm in. 
Okay, cool. By the way, it happened to be the first playoff game for the Dodgers. That's right. First playoff game. I've never been to a playoff game, so this is a little bit exciting for me. And I got to tell you, the the energy is way fucking more exciting in a playoff game than it is in any other game. So it's pretty sick. So, I mean, I've been to a game where, like, it was a big rivalry, uh, like the Yankees. That was a big, oh, man, that was fun. But, uh, man, playoff game, same kind of thing. Like, just pure fucking high excitement going on with everybody. Everyone's pumped. So it's fucking great. So anyway, we get there. And, of course, I already know what you're going to ask. And, of course, I did. Of course, I did. He gave someone a blowjob in the bathroom, James? No. 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 I brought 20-ounce Coca-Colas spiked with whiskey. That's right. Here's the plan, everybody. You drive up to Dodger Stadium. You take parking. You take a park. And, of course, you got to walk a ways. So during that walk, you pull out your what you've had on the rocks all the way up there on your drive. You've had this, uh, which, but previously, you've had it in the freezer. So it gets slightly, a slight slush, not much, just very slight. Then you keep it on ice in a little bag all the way to the Dodger Stadiums. Then you get out as you're walking to the fucking gates. You're drinking that Coke. And the time it takes you to walk from your car to the front gate to get in, you chug that shit. All right? And there's like about four or five or more shots, whatever you desire, of whiskey. And you got a good fucking buzz as you're walking into the stadium. Then all you need is like one round of beer in a little bit, and you're good. You don't got to spend a shitload of fucking money getting a good buzz at the game. Not waste a bunch of time in lines. You're good. Oh, speaking of this. Oh, man. Side tangent real quick. If you remember, if you listen to the show, last Dodger game I went to, there was this fucking cunt of a woman working the beer stand that I got into it with. This black chick that accused me of trying to fucking rip her off. I've been doing this for 35 years. I've seen it all. I have heard everything. You can't get one past me. Made a big fucking scene in front of everybody, right? So this time, since Monkey took me, you know, he got me the fucking ticket, drove us the whole deal. I'm like, I'm going to get you a beer, man. It's the least I can do. And I provided the whiskey and Cokes. So I go down to get us a round of beer. I'm in line. Guess who's working in my line? <laughs> that same angry black lady. So I go up there. I'm like, I wonder if I'm going to get some shit today. But no, I already know what I'm going to order. Just the same shit I got last time. Two tall 25-ounce buds. Keep it simple. Get me the fuck out of here. No conflict. Get me in. Get me out, lady. Don't give me no shit. So she goes, what do you need? I'll take two buds. I couldn't have said it any clearer. Everybody, she takes a walk back five feet to the ice area, brings back two Bud Lights. And she's about to open one. I go, oh, excuse me. I wanted regular Buds. And she looks at me like I'm a fucking retard. Huh? Budweiser. I just wanted two regular Budweiser's. She fucking rolls her eyes. This cunt of a lady. It's her fucking fault. She's been doing it for 35 years. And why don't you know what the fuck the difference is between buds and bud light, lady? Two regular buds does not mean bud lights. You cunt. Oh my God, James, that's three times he said cunt. Yeah, well, you know. 
Jake has his fucking attitude, walks away, grabs the Budweiser's, comes back. That'd be whatever, how much money it was. Give it the fucking money. Yeah, and I walked away. No tip or nothing. <laughs> ah. All right. So anyway, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry at the same time. So I go back to my seat. I'm with the monkey. We're drinking the beer, watching the game, having a great time, enjoying each other's co- uh, company. All of a sudden, this fucking couple walks up, and they happen to be sitting right next to us. They happen to be holding a beer in each hand. They happen to be drunk, visibly drunk, as they walk up. And the guy fucking, here, bro, hold this. He hands me his beer while he pulls out his fucking ticket in his pocket, and it's all folded up paper. He's trying to open it. You know, fumbling with his other beer in his hand, trying to see where he's sitting. I'm like, oh, man. I'm holding this beer for like four or five minutes. <laughs> and I was like, I was even thinking, I'm going to take a fucking drink of this. And he goes, hey, bro, take a swig if you want. And I'm like, nah, I'm not touching your fucking beer. You don't take anything from nobody, all right? Because nothing's for free. So anyway, he finally gets the shit figured. Yeah, I'm sitting here. All right, we're in the right place. There happens to be people sitting there. They get into a fucking argument about who's in whose seats. They're there arguing for like five fucking minutes. And I'm like, oh, just shit, sit down and shut the fuck. His, and then his girlfriend's talking to my cousin, Monkey. <gasps> just, just talking his ear off, rambling about bullshit that doesn't apply to anything. They finally sit down and get it figured out. Of course, they're sitting next to us. This chick is just rambling to Monkey. <gasps> the whole fucking, for like an inning or two. And he pulls out some peanuts. It's all you can eat, by the way. We're in the right field, all you can eat section. So we have like Dodger dogs. We got peanuts and shit. He pulls out a bag, starts eating the peanuts. She goes, give me some peanuts. And I heard her say that. And I look over and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Unbelievable. Some fucking people, man. I understand they're free. But it's the principle, and she's already been annoying, already being already annoyed everybody around us. And now it's like, and not even like, hey, can I have? It's like, give me some peanuts. As far as I can see, these are community peanuts. <laughs> I look at her again, like, dude, go fuck yourself. But I don't say anything. I keep quiet. Monkey look oh, looks at me like, oh, I can't believe this. I can't believe this. And she keeps just chatting his ear off. The boyfriend's out of it, all fucking drunk, not paying attention to her. Kind of like halfway to paying attention to the game. Drinking. He keeps fucking getting up to take a piss to get more beer. I keep having, we're in the aisle. We keep having to get up so the fat fuck can get down, get back up. Annoying, most annoying couple you want to sit next to, right? So I'm getting aggravated after like two or three innings of this shit. She asked for more peanuts from Monkey. And he's visibly getting upset like, oh my God, I just want to watch the game and be left alone. The couple in front of us like leaves. There's a bag of peanuts under their seat that they dropped. And I'm like, fuck it. I grabbed the bag of peanuts. I go, here, shut up. Here's some peanuts. <laughs> and she takes the bag and looks all shocked. She never said another word to Monkey. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, that's how you do it. You insult somebody verbally. <laughs> I was so proud of myself. But you know what? Sometimes you got to take matters into your own hands. You got to stand up to bullies, everyone. They might not even realize they're bullies. She might have thought I was an asshole. But you know what? That's a risk I'm willing to take. 
Thank God they left early. They got there late. They left early. And we're not even paying attention to the fucking game. What, what's the point of that? Anyway, they left finally. And, uh, you know, we enjoyed the loss of the Dodgers, even though that wasn't enjoying. wasn't an enjoyment. But, you know, they lost. Next game, they won with the now famous Utley slide to second base, which will go down in the annals of history. Then they got their asses kicked last night. And tonight, everybody, they play again. So hopefully the Dodgers beat the Mets and progress. Well, I mean, still one more game after that, but, you know, hopefully it all goes to plan. Uh, so there you go. Another fucking idiot that annoyed me. You know, it just seems like my life is one instance after another of being annoyed. I'm going to get cancer at the ripe age of like 40 and die an agonizing death. <sighs> but not before I string um, a meth lab together and make some serious money. All right, let's go to something um, something positive, everybody, for a change. But first, I'm going to take a break so I can have a drink of my iced coffee. <laughs> All right, with the miracle of time travel, I'm back, everybody. Took one second for you, but about uh, 15 for me. <laughs> All right. Guess what, everybody? Some good news, finally. Oh, my God, James. Finally, after all that shit, we got some good news. It's about me. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I know. <clears throat> it turns out, everybody, that I'm a genius. Oh, my God, James. You've got your head so far up your own ass. That I can't tell where your neck ends and your butthole begins, James. <laughs> yeah, well, all right. Check this out. I mean, it's true. I am a genius. It's been proven. Einstein. Yes, the Einstein. He created this riddle this century, and he said that 98% of the world could not solve it. Well... That got my interest peaked, and I had to try it, everybody. 98% of the world could not solve it. I am the 2%, because I solved it, everybody! Yeah! How about that? I did not cheat at all. I did not cheat, I swear to you, on everything that is holy. I'll read it to you right now. You can look it up, but please, do not cheat. Check it out. Here's the, here's the riddle. It says, the situation. One, there are five houses in five different colors. Two, in each house lives a person with a different nationality. Three, these five owners drink a certain type of beverage, smoke a certain brand of cigar, and keep a certain pet. Four, no owners have the same pet, smoke the same brand of cigar, or drink the same beverage? The question is, who owns the fish? Here are the hints. The Brit lives in the Red House. The Swede keeps dogs as pets. The Dane drinks tea. The Green House is on the left of the White House. The Green House's owner drinks coffee. The person who smokes Paul Mall rears birds. The owner of the yellow house smokes Dunhill. The man living in the center house drinks milk. The Norwegian lives in the first house. 
the man who smokes blends lives next to the one who keeps cats. The man who keeps horses lives next to the man who smokes Dunhill. The owner who smokes Blue Master drinks beer. The German smokes Prince. The Norwegian lives next to the Blue House. And the man who smokes Blend has a neighbor who drinks water. That's it. All those clues gives you all the information that you need to solve this riddle. Yes, it will take you a little bit of time. Yes, you can write it all out. At least I hope that he allowed that because that's what I did. <laughs> I made a little diagram. Let's see if you can solve it and become, along with me, one of the world's 2% of elite. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was interesting as hell. I'm not gloating, although I somewhat am. But I thought it was interesting as hell. And uh, it got me fucking, you know, oh, it's a challenge. I want it. And so, uh, yeah. It took me, I think, about, I think about uh, 20 minutes. But I figured it out. There you go. Do you got what it takes, everybody? <laughs> Try it out. And test your knowledge. The power is yours. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Speaking of that, you know, uh, I might have been joking. You know, I am joking. I'm not a genius. Although sometimes I think I might be a genius in some ways. As pompous as that sounds. As pompous as that sounds. Yes, I know. Sometimes I think I really am a genius, though. When it comes to uh, music sometimes. When it comes to comedy Sometimes. And when it comes to just the way my mind works, I think sometimes there are some genius aspects of my personality. You know, I, I'm not trying to gloat. I'm not trying to brag. I, I'm just simply stating fact. No, it's opinion. Sometimes I think I, I, I harbor genius type qualities. <laughs> but check it out. I know. I know. I know. The bottom line is I feel like I'm an intelligent person. But why do I keep fucking up and doing dumb shit, making dumb fucking choices? Why? Why? Now, honestly, there's always shit going on in my head. Now, again, I'm not gloating. I'm just telling you how it is. I'm thinking nonstop. It's almost annoying at times and overwhelming the amount that I think and overthink different shit. Okay? It's just nonstop. One time I talked to my wife. I'm not saying she's dumb. <laughs> I'm not saying that at all. I just explained to her how my mind worked one day. And my, just my thought process. <clears throat> and she was like, wow. It sounds really hectic and overwhelming to be you. And I'm like, yes, it is. It is. If you're curious, I don't remember exactly what I said. But I just, you know, we were sitting in silence one day. And I looked at this fan we have in the living room. And I'm like, and I read the name of the fan. And I told her something about, oh, the name of the fan made me think of this. But it also made me think of, you know, uh, the electronics inside the fan that made it work. 
and the different buttons on the on the fan with the different symbols that may, means different things and how they came up with that and what process went into it. And if there's a group of people sitting in a room saying, oh, this should mean this, and some people probably went, no, nope, that doesn't sound good. I don't like that. How about it be this instead? Oh, well, I guess. And they got to argue about just the fucking symbol on the fan to mean like the power button. Whoever made that symbol, whatever it is. Then I'm looking down at the carpet and thinking about I see something stuck in that carpet. How would it get there? Probably the kids. They probably tracked something in the house. It's probably some kind of gum that got stuck in there. And now it's there. And now it's black. And it looks like shit. And I wonder when people come over, they look at that and they judge us and think, God, these people are fucking dirty. But it wasn't my fault. It's just the fucking kids that got something stuck in their shoe and they came in. It's very innocent. <laughs> and then I like looked up, saw the, saw the uh, TV. Saw the scratches on the TV and said, oh, look at those scratches on the TV. I wonder how they got there. You know, who fucking scratched that TV? I wonder if I can get something that can take the scratches out. You know, and thinking Samsung. Oh, I bought the TV like 10 years ago. It's probably out of date by now and it probably needs to be upgraded. It's been fucking years. Technology has advanced so much. If I got a new TV, I could probably look at shit from online on the TV instead of worrying about, you know, looking at it on uh, my computer or watching shit like, you know, on, a, on a, my uh, iPhone. I can just watch it on the TV if I upgrade it, but I can't afford it because it's too much fucking money. This goes through my head in split seconds, dude. Are you like this? Am I fucking nuts? Do I have ADD? Now, this is not happening while she's like talking to me. This is just like random, a random time that I'm just sitting there in silence. All that shit happens within a few seconds. All those thoughts. Am I alone on this? Because when I explained it to her, she was like, wow. That's way too much. And I'm like, yeah, yes, that's exactly how it feels. Yes, dude. Now, it felt like I was talking a whole lot. And it felt like that was some kind of, it felt like, oh, I'm, this is probably going to shock you to hear this. Because I think that my brain is fucking wired hectically. But I don't think I'm alone on this. But, you know, the fact that she told me, and she's a pretty intelligent person. The fact that she told me, like, no, that's not how I, that's not how I work at all. It's like, wow, I envy you that you can just, like, not think about stuff. Because I'm not like that. It just won't shut the fuck up my head. Constantly thinking about shit. Please, I'm dying to know. I know all the times I ask you to write to me and tell me shit. I know that happens a lot. But this is one that I really am curious about. Does your brain work in a similar way? Are you able to just have moments where you don't think about anything? Or are you just like this, just rapid fire, nonstop thoughts all the fucking time? <laughs> Please let me know. How would they do that, James? Of course. The Danger Hour at Yahoo.com. Please share with me your findings. I don't have to talk about it on the show. You can make it anonymous. You can say, don't repeat this, but this is what I think. That's fine. You can trust me. I'm a downright good guy. The Danger Hour at Yahoo.com. Please tell me if my brain's broken. Oh, man. Constantly analyzing, analyzing shit, coming up with little theories and different concepts. It's, 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 it's fucking annoying being me at times. Then when you introduce some food of the magic variety, oh, boy. That increases like tenfold. It's it's that's part that makes it like 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 living hell, nonstop thoughts. Anyway, Whew. so then I, I so it gets me thinking if if I can process all this information all the time, 
Like, I don't know. Am I special or am I just fucking like everybody else? Is that normal? I don't know. Am I just some kind of, and I, and I do stupid shit. I make dumb decisions. Dumb choices. Do I overthink things? Is that what makes me dumb? <laughs> or am I just some kind of like absent-minded fucking genius? I don't know. I'll take either one, to be honest with you. If you told me either one, I would believe you. If you say, wow, you are an exceptional mind and you are advanced, I'd be like, wow, okay, that, that makes sense. If you told me, nah, you're a fucking idiot. Yes, I believe you as well. That's my whole life, everybody. Seeing both sides of everything and never being able to make a decision because I don't know. There's too much data or there's not enough data for me to make a plausible fucking decision about anything. <laughs> ah. The thing that the thing that pulls me towards more like a like I'm not I hate seeing the word genius, okay? I'll just say intelligent. More intelligent than dumb is I was put into the gate program as a child. That's the gifted and talented education. All right, so my, one of my teachers uh, noticed something in me and said, you have to go to this program because, this is, you know, you uh, are special. That's what they told me. All these smart fucks were there, and I actually felt dumb around these people. I'll tell you a quick story that I've already told before, but one day, one day, <laughs> you see what I mean? I get sidetracked all the time. One day, I saw a child playing with a ruby the size of a tangerine. The bandit having been that one. So one day, one day, I was uh, in that gate program. The first day I was there, the teacher had a bunch of circles on the board, a diagram, and all, no, sorry, they were squares, bunch of squares on the board, and all the squares overlapped each other, bunch of squares. And she's like, I want you to tell me how many squares are on the board. And I, I just, you know, I just counted the squares that were the obvious squares, and I had my answer. And then she's like, okay, how many people said, whatever, like 10? And like me and like five people raised our hands out of like 30. How many said more? And everybody else raised their hand. I'm like, whoa, 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 what's going on here? And uh, then she proceeded to break it down to show you how many squares. Because aside from the obvious squares, you know, since the squares overlap, that makes a new square. Okay. Now I'm a kid at this point in elementary school. And I fucking literally had the thought, oh, Oh, they want me to think like a smart person. I can think like higher level. <laughs> I can really analyze shit. I'm allowed to do that. It was a fucking semi-breakthrough in my life. It sounds weird, but that's, that's what happened. And from then on, it's like, all right, every time a, a situation was presented to me, now it was a whole, like, oh, how can I look at this in different ways? Because of that fucking class. So, I mean, yeah, you know, eventually, you know, I, I fit in with those fucking smart fucks. <laughs> but there you go. I, I, I don't know. Tell me, am I, am I intelligent or am I a fucking moron? Please. <laughs> uh, all right. I think I'm, I'm done talking to myself. Uh, I really hate talking to myself. Actually, I wanted to say one more thing. Oh my God, James. My mind's all over the place. I told you. Not news. Last, last thing is, I feel like I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing in my life. I feel like I'm not utilizing my potential. And, I, and the problem is, 
I don't know how to do that. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. I don't have a fucking clue how I can utilize my potential in the best way to fulfill, to fulfill myself and to make an impact on the fucking world. I don't know how to do it and it's depressing. And I always think of this quote from the movie A Bronx Tale when De Niro tells that kid, there's nothing worse in life than wasted talent. I know I've got fucking something to offer. I just don't know how to do it. Ah! I'm going to live my life at the end. I'm going to say I regret everything. <laughs> that pisses me off when people on movies or celebrities or whatever the fuck it is, they say, yeah, you know, I've made a lot of mistakes in my life, but I don't regret a thing. Yeah, fuck you. You're lying. Or... I'm just very depressed and I regret every goddamn thing. I'm not saying I regret my kids and all that shit, you know. Although I somewhat, I just think I should be on a different path. Love my kids, love my wife and the whole deal. I just feel like I should, I'm supposed to be on a different path. Oh, man. Wow. Is this psychology? Sorry, guys. I'm sorry. You can edit all it out, James. No, because then it's in vain. Maybe someone out there can hear this shit and somebody can help me. You can just go see a psychiatrist, James. Nope, that's out of the question. Because then I'm broken and damaged, but I'm not. I'm also stubborn. Let's move on, everybody, to something something that's uh, actually helping others instead of myself. Oh, my God, James, what a change. That's right. I do something where I, uh, you know, I, I try to give back, especially to the arts. So uh, I hired an actor named Sir Charles Whitmore, who is a renowned actor from uh, Oxford and many plays and all that bullshit. He's from, uh, you know, he's a British stand-up guy. You know, but there's, uh, there's a lot of CG going on in the world of Hollywood. And so there isn't really too many, uh, you know, great acting roles going on around anymore. So, you know, I hired the guy to read some stuff for me in a very dramatic way, you know, because he's a, he's a great stage actor. So without further ado, this is another edition of Sir Charles Whitmore Reads stuff. A man and a friend were playing golf one day. One of the guys is about to chip onto the green when he sees a long funeral procession on the road next to the course. He stops in mid-swing, takes off his golf cap, closes his eyes and bows down in prayer. His friend says, wow, that is the most thoughtful and touching thing I have ever seen. You are truly a kind man. To which the friend replies, well, we were married for 35 years. And seen. All right, I think, uh, I think he proves... I think he proves right there that he can also do comedy as well as drama. Wow. Wow, that was a uh, that was some joke. I'm still I'm still laughing about it. <laughs> All right, everybody, guess what? Uh, do you remember my rant about Asian baby compounds? Oh my god, James is so offensive. No, it's not. It's true. If you don't know what Asian baby compounds are, the Asians are coming to America pregnant 
and they're having their children in America so they have dual citizenship and their babies can be born in America. Wait, that gives them dual citizenship, right? They got a kid in America? Yeah, they can stay, right? So that's what they do. Where I live, it's close by to the city called Roland Heights, which is predominantly Asian. And there, if you see pregnant ladies walking on the side of the street, they're always in groups. I don't know if they're like herds. Are they like herds of pregos, Asian pregos? Probably. So this is an epidemic, everybody. These Asians, although I'm not full of hate towards any race. <laughs> The Asians are slowly taking over. Head for the hills, everybody. Run! I'm telling you, they're rooting in here, and one day they're going to plan their takeover. So recently, my cousin Chuby told me there was a raid in Roland Heights, and this house was uh, raided, and they busted a bunch of people. Now, here's what the Asians do. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to raise awareness, much like the NFL does for breast cancer. <laughs> Breast cancer awareness. What does that even mean? Hey, now you know about it. Give us money. <laughs> We're not going to help do anything about it. We're just telling you about it. Anyway, so I'm bringing Asian baby compound awareness. That's the month of October. Yeah, it's all of the news. Asian baby compound awareness month. If you see an Asian person buy a house in your neighborhood... And they start fixing it up and tearing down walls and building more walls. You should uh, <laughs> suspect they're going to be harboring a wave or a herd. We just found that out. A herd of Asian pregnant ladies. It's happening. Or they could just be flipping the house, you know, for profit. But for, but most for the most part, if they're adding a bunch of rooms to that place, it's because they're going to load up a bunch of people. I've seen it many times. Don't ask how I know. Don't ask me what kind of work I do. But I know this firsthand. Asian baby compounds. A, B, C. It's easy. One, two, three. Do, re, mi. A, B, C. One, two, three. Baby Asian baby compounds. All right. Just wanted to, I just wanted to bring awareness to it. That's all. Nothing else. Nothing else. Nothing more. If an Asian comes by, just beware. Asian baby compound. <laughs> All right, next up. Uh, oh, TV, everybody. I got some uh, recommendations. Gotham. Gotham season one was kind of weak, but I still watched them all. There were some decent episodes, but I got to tell you, man, season two has really stepped it up. Okay? Especially episode two. Whoa, boy. Show's pretty cool. I mean, if you're a fan of Batman, which I am, and you know, and you're willing to, to, uh, <laughs> to take the Leto approach and turn off your mind, even though I told you earlier that I can't. But I'm talking about, you know, watching this show and not not really getting too hard on it. You just said hard on James. I know. Yeah, you got me. Just watching it and taking it for what it is—a comic book show—and not being too like, no, oh, that's fucking dumb. You know, just, uh, what do they call that? Suspending disbelief. If you could do that, if you can get into, if you like comic book bullshit, you'll like it. So uh, season, season two is really stepping it up. It's getting pretty fucking good. I like where it's going. The Riddler's getting uh, pretty intense. I like that shit. I actually love what they're doing with him now. And uh, there was a Joker. I'm not going to spoil anything for you. 
the Joker character. <clears throat> oh man. Just just watch it if you haven't. It's pretty fucking cool. Uh next up, Twin Peaks everybody. It's on Netflix. Gotham season 2 is on Hulu. Um yeah. So Twin Peaks has been a show I was wanting to see for a long time but never got on board with it. It was in my instant queue for a long time. Finally tried it out. It's fucking weird. There's some stupid bad acting in the show, but there's something about it that just keeps you on board. Again, no spoilers. But uh as you watch it, it just gets more and more fucking weird. Like what is this show trying to be? I really don't know. I don't know what they're going for. Is it are they going for cheesy? Are they going for dramatic? Do they want to be like sci-fi? Or do they want to be it's just fucking bizarre. And they keep introducing like new aspects and twists to the show. Every episode I've been, I've, only, I've how many have I seen? Like five? Just like there's just like more layers to the show. And it's like, what the fuck are they doing? Where are they going with this? <laughs> so just out of pure curiosity. I'm watching this fucking show, and I'm telling you, there's some really bad acting on this. <laughs> really bad. But uh, it's got like that campy type thing going on where it's like, all right, I'll go with it. I like the main character, the the FBI guy. He's pretty fucking cool. He's got some. He's like, he's got some bizarre shit that he says. So yeah, if you if you wanna if you if what I just said is interesting to you, try that shit out. Yeah, you probably already have. It's old as fuck. But you know, I'm really late to the party. But uh, apparently they're bringing back that show, so it made me want to watch it even more. And it's actually on like TV guides within the top 50 shows of all time. So I'm like, all right. So far, I don't buy it, but you know, I'm, I'm still giving it a shot. Next up, last one. There's something called Supermensch. S-U-P-E-R-M-E-N-S-H. I'm sorry. N- ha. Ha. Let me start over. S-U-P-E-R-M-E-N-S-C-H. Mike Myers uh, directed this movie. That's right. The Mike Myers. And it's about this. It's called The Legend of Shep Gordon also. Supermensch is one word. Um, the Legend of Shep Gordon is uh, the subtitle. Just a It's a documentary. It's fucking wild, this dude's life. So if you've got nothing to do one night and you uh, want to watch an interesting story about, you know, uh, early rock and roll. No, not even early rock and roll. Like uh, drug-filled rock and roll. <laughs> 70s and 80s check that shit out some wild shit this guy this guy's life just went you know it just intersected with all these major people from the 80s and 90s this dude had a part of them everybody it seems so uh it's just crazy that was that was a uh, told recommended to me by evan um perky he's a danger alumni so check that out interesting type documentary uh true stuff Interesting, crazy fucking stories about drugs, sex, and rock and roll. So, hey. So, hey. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to another segment. Uh, it's something I like to call Stallone Stands Alone. And now it's time for Stallone Stands Alone. Sylvester Stallone is a fine American actor. Some would even argue the greatest actor to ever grace the screen. One might wonder if Sylvester Stallone was cast in a movie as opposed to the actor that was actually in the movie, would it have been better? Today, we find out the answer to that very question when we place Sylvester Stallone 
in Heat, playing Robert De Niro's character of Neil Macaulay. And here it goes. You know, we're sitting here, you and I, like a couple of regular fellas. You do what you do, and I do what I gotta do. And you know, now that we've been face to face, if I'm there, and I gotta put you away, I won't like it. But I tell you, if it's between you and some poor bastard whose wife you're gonna turn into a widow, brother, you are going down. Yo, but like, there's a flip side of that coin. What if you do got me boxed in and I gotta put you down? Because no matter what, you will not get in my way. We've been face to face, yeah, but I will not hesitate. Not for a second, you know? I, for one, think it's abundantly clear that Stallone brought a much deeper depth and complexity to the character of Neil Macaulay. But alas, it was not meant to be. Thank you for joining us. This has been another edition of Stallone Stands Alone. <laughs> All right, everybody, let's start closing the show out with something I call I Fancy That. It's beautiful. beautiful. It's wonderful. wonderful. It's. I fancy that. Fancy. All right, fancy times, everybody. Two fancies. Uh, here we go. Oh, what I fancy is okay. You ever heard celebrity interviews? Yeah, of course you have. But uh, the thing I like about well, what I like about listening to podcasts with celebrity interviews, people that I actually am, am uh, interested in. Is it's a long form, you know, they open up some more instead of just sitting on the couch for five minutes or, you know, those quick fucking panels, whatever it is. And then when they ask you a few questions and it's like, oh, and it's really fake and bullshit. So when they on a podcast, like long form, they really get into some stuff and you uh, really hear some cool stories and blah, blah, blah. Here's what I fancy, though. I fancy that the celebrities that keep it real during interviews and they really say how they feel about you know, certain experiences or certain people. For example, I fucking love when someone goes, oh yeah, you know, yeah, he was difficult to work with. Or they just fucking put it out there like, yeah, I didn't have a good time with that movie. Or, you know, I I thought it was going to be a certain way, but, you know, after they edited it, you know, the whole vision got turned around and the movie was completely different than I uh, thought it was going to be. Shit like that. It's like, okay, cool. This person's keeping it real instead of like everybody fucking does. And I get it. Everyone's trying to keep their jobs and not step on any toes. And like, oh, yeah, it was great. If you take a real long, hard look and listen, every goddamn celebrity says great about everything. Hey, how was it filming that movie? Oh, it was great. Oh, he's a great director. Oh, he was great to be around. Oh, yeah, he's great. Everything's fucking great. So, yeah, I fancy the guys or the girls that are like, yeah, nah. <laughs> it's so fucking badass. 
so it's so refreshing to hear that. Yeah, er everyone, and even in your place of work, you know it. Everybody at work, for the most part, is like, oh, yeah, no, he's a nice guy. He's great. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> Everyone's, uh, you know, very careful. I mean, yeah, I, like I said, I get it. You don't want to step on any toes or get fired or say something stupid. But, uh, man, it's just great to be around those people that just tell it like it is and they don't give a fuck. Oh, I fancy that. Second one. I know this is a week, but you know what do you want from me? Second thing I fancy, at first I wasn't too happy about the soccer thing, that both kids, and it requires so much fucking dedication and time and effort. I fancy the kids being in soccer and uh, getting to watch them play on Saturdays. It gives us something to do, gets us out of the house, you know, gives them, um, gives them a goal to accomplish. You know what I mean? They've got something to look forward to. Gets them at, you know, they're becoming athletic. It gets them to run around, get, a, you know, stop sitting on their fat asses. Because <laughs> these kids these days, <laughs> you know, these kids, you know, it's easy for them to just sit around, want to sit around and not be too motivated to get outside. So uh, it's pretty fucking good. And I was talking to a relative of Natalie's and he really broke it down. I fucking love this dude, her uncle, and just, you know, broke down all the positive benefits to a kid playing sports. Then, I mean, I didn't really think about it. You know, you just think like, oh, man, it's going to be, you know, I got to have so much time, take them to practice, take them to games, how much money is this going to cost? It's just, you know, you get, then you got to be in a fucking, uh, what do you call it, uh, fundraisers, and you got to volunteer shit, and it's just annoying, right? Of course, that's me being selfish. <laughs> One day, you know, uh, one day. His uh, grandkids are in sports, and he's like, oh, man, the benefits of sports, you know, it gives them confidence. It teaches them, you know, the uh, the concept of winning and losing, how to work as a team, uh, you know, how to, how to, you know, just they, they can meet a lot of kids. So once they're in school, they're, they're much better socially, you know, and they're just well, way more adjusted as adults and blah, blah, blah. He's going down the fucking line. I'm like, wow. And he's like, yeah, it keeps you together as a family, you know, blah, 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 blah. Like you're involved, you're around, like they love that you're there watching them. Like the whole, everything is fucking win-win. And I'm like, wow, what a cunt I was being. Making it all like, I don't want to have to go to take them to practice. <laughs> How much is this going to cost me? Oh man, I don't want to give up all my weekends, have to wake up early on a Saturday. Listen to me being a cunt instead of actually paying attention to the real thing. So, uh, yeah, what a dickhead I am. All right, I'm, I'm, let me not shit on the fancy, okay? Let me, let me make it positive. I'm sorry. This whole show has been negative. So I fancy the kids. Oh, and besides that, dude, just watching them play, it's fucking exciting. Yeah, soccer is boring to watch on TV. Yes, you all know it. And if you don't think so, you're in denial. It's fucking boring. But to watch like the, at the kids' level, it's really exciting. Especially like, you know, like you root for your team. That's your kid out there. It makes you fucking like get excited and frustrated and like cheering and upset. It gets you all the emotions. You're totally invested. It's fucking great, to be honest. You're sitting there. Yeah, it's hot as fuck, but I got my fancy. Uh, <laughs> I think I said fuck butt. Yes, you did, James. <laughs> Nothing gets by you. Not fuck butts. Oh, boy. So, yeah, the whole thing is actually great. 
So I, I fancy kids being in organized sports, and I fancy celebrities and people in general that keep it real. <laughs> and I fancy Natalie's uncle. I fucking love that dude. Older people that are full of wisdom, you know. Park your ass next to them and just listen and learn. All of that. I fancy that. All right. And now it's time for the darker side of life. That's right. It's time for the legendary fuck you moment in here. We go. All right, now we go back to the darker side of life where I get to whine and bitch, complain, scream, yell, jump up and down, complain, nag, blah, 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 blah. You get it. Yeah, we always end the show on a negative note. <laughs> Here we go. Fuck you, first and foremost, to GoDaddy. Yeah, you heard of GoDaddy? Oh, yes, James, I've, I've heard of GoDaddy many times. Oh, no, 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 no. The website. Yes, James. Go daddy. No, not that kind of website. The uh the the web builder, what is it? Website builder? Website? <laughs> Whatever it is. So I used to have the dangerhour.com. I'm sure you know the story. If you don't, really is a really quick version. This fat fuck I used to work with many, many moons ago when the show first started, he was actually my boss. And uh he actually gave me the name Danger because of uh I used to work at a bar. And make the drinks really strong. And he said I was dangerous. So he called me, hey, danger. I'll take another drink. All right. That's where it started from, if you don't know. So this dickhead, he goes, hey, one night. Hey, so I bought the dangerhour.com. And, uh, you know, you, you can use it. And I was like, oh, wow, what a nice guy. Thank you. And then, you know, Corey, shout out to Corey, my black friend at the time was telling me like, oh yeah, man, he fucked you over. I was like, what do you mean? Because he grabbed your shit. Because he, you know, he listened to your show. He thinks you're going to do good things and he's going to own your website and probably sell it back to you. I was like, what a dickhead. <laughs> so after a while, the show never really blew up. <laughs> Joke's on him. And uh, he told me he'd give it back to me. But some shit went down. He was a fucking scumbag. I lost that job for really bullshit reasons. The only job I've ever got fired for and it wasn't even a valid fucking excuse. I'm not going to get into it. It's not important. But uh, basically, he was a scumbag. And so anyways, I never got the website back. And it was sold to some other fucking, like, you know, I got a pretty good amount of hits. So some other people bought it and it made it into like a porn site. <laughs> the Danger Hour. I guess it could sound like a porn site, right? So uh, I bought another fucking site, like the DangerHour.net or some shit, right? And then after a while, I gave up on all of it. I'm like, ah, you know what? Fuck it. I don't care anymore. Not gonna be paying for some bullshit. So I gave up. And uh, GoDaddy, once it expired, kept trying to automatically take funds out of my credit card. I never signed up for automatic pay. Right? And since I said, fuck them, I'm not doing it. And they said, oh, there seems to be a problem with your credit card. It's expired. So please update your information so we can take the payment out. I'm like, nah, fuck you guys. I'm done. I got emails for months saying they couldn't take. Uh, they couldn't charge my credit card until this last month. Your credit card has been charged $50. I'm like, what the fuck? I, I look it up. I finally, you know what? It turns out I had two sites and it was a big confusion. I don't even know how that happened, but whatever, dude. So I, I looked at it. They somehow just automatically charged my card. 
after saying they didn't have my uh, uh, information. How did they suddenly get my information and charge my card, everybody? I don't know. Fucking assholes. So I had a call, and uh, luckily the guy was cool about it. And like, all right, we'll take care of it. And they canceled it. But the point is, fuck you to these goddamn internet companies that just automatically do shit. And you know, you're automatically signed up for stuff. It happens in more times than you might expect. And it's like, oh, well, if you look closely, it says you're automatically signed up and you have to unsubscribe if you want to get out of that. It's, Fuck you. Fuck you. That's a bunch of horse shit. Complete horse shit, dude. And if you don't pay attention, and the reason they do it is because a lot of people, I'm sure, don't pay attention to their to their bills. They just pay off their, you know, make payments, you know. I'm and I'm fucking guilty of that. A lot of times I don't check my statements. I'm not like that. I'm not anal about it. Who knows how many times I've been fucked over for little charges here and there. God damn, dude. Fuck you to internet companies that that swindle you out of money. That's horseshit. Next up. Same kind of shit. Fuck you to these goddamn phones. I don't know if it's an iPhone thing, and if it is, Lito's going to be like, oh, I told you, iPhone cunt. I don't know if Android does this shit too, but you know, you automatically have this tracking device on your phone. And I know, yeah, your, your phone's already automatically a tracking device, dummy. But I mean, there's this thing I found out about on the internets where, oh, you have to go into your phone and disable something or else they're automatically tracking your fucking your whereabouts. And so I went into this thing, I forgot what it was. It's like insecurity and so and uh and accessibility or whatever whatever the fuck it is. Privacy. If you if and then I open it and yeah, it's it's enabled. I never ever touched this thing, never knew about it. I think it does it automatically in one of the updates, you know? And you, of course, like I just said, "Oh yeah, well if you read the fine print, you got to go in there and disable it." Who fucking reads all that shit? Yeah, I know. You're a dumbass, man. You gotta read the fucking print. What do you know you're signing up for? Dude, you have to or else you can't use the fucking phone. Who reads everything? It's long as hell. <laughs> I gotta hire an attorney for him to go through everything so he can break it down and tell me because I'm an idiot. So yeah, I looked it up and it, it tells you all the locations you go to and which ones you go to the most frequent. That's fucking scary, dude. If some asshole finds your phone and he's a weirdo, maybe he sees a picture of your wife or your kids in your phone after he hacked into it. Oh, wow, these kids are fucking cute. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take them. Or this chick is pretty hot. I'm going to rape her. Yeah, I know it's kind of extreme, but you can't tell me it doesn't happen. It's not one case at least. And who knows? What if you're that lucky guy and the person hacks in your phone? Oh, let's see where he's been. Oh, the most common places he goes to is 1234 Main Street. He must live there. Next thing you know, they show up and your fucking kid is abducted and raped and killed. <laughs> I know it's extreme. Hey, it could happen. It's fucking creepy. There's probably a thousand other scenarios that are possible. Next one. Same shit is this heart health app on i on iPhone. Automatically, you can't delete it. It's there. It, I didn't know it, but uh, it was automatically tracking your steps. <laughs> what the fuck, man? 
I disable that shit and deleted all the uh, the data that they've collected. It's fucking creepy. Some people are like, yeah, it's harmless. No big deal. It just creeps me out. Creeps me out. And I've heard recently from this other show, this other podcast, that uh, every time you go to the store, if you never really think about it, every time you go to the store and like, oh, can I have your phone number? Oh, do you have your club card? You know, if you want to return something, okay, can I have your phone number? You can say no. You know, it's like, why do you need my fucking phone number? My receipt isn't good enough? It shows that I bought it here. It's got the fucking transaction, the time, the date, the, the uh, you know, the information. My name is on it probably. Why do you need my phone number? It's because they're collecting data on you and fucking having uh, data on everybody, on what you buy, where you go, just to collect a goddamn algorithm to see how they can make more money out of you and to see how to sell to you better. You know what I mean? Facebook, here's your favorites. Here are ads that appeal to you. Click on the ones that, that you like. You know, which one out of these three, which one would you like to look at? It's just all da- collecting data to fucking sell you more shit. Isn't that creepy? And yeah, you might already know this. And I just found out about this like this year. I never really thought about it. And I bet most people don't. And some of you are probably like, well, you, so what? That's the way the world is now. You're just in your conspiracy theories, man. All right, well, it still creeps me the fuck out. It's still un. <laughs> well, that's unsettling. <laughs> the whole thing is fucking creepy. It's just going to get worse and worse. Oh, man. Technology. <sighs> If you don't think it's unsettling on any level, well, then good for you. You can live your life <laughs> happily while I'm like creeped out over here, feeling, feeling defiled. <laughs> it's pretty creepy if you think about it. If you really think about it, it's all very creepy. They're just collecting as a huge database on everything on how to sell shit. And you know, that's not all. The government too. You don't think these people at the fucking top have plans and different shit into play if they need to? You don't think they're using all this data for more than just selling you shit? Yeah, conspiracy theory guy. Sure. You don't think that a lot of this stuff is possibly true? You don't think our military or whoever, CIA, is that much more intelligent than us? I mean, it's got intelligence in the fucking name. You don't think they're working on some crazy shit on planning stuff? It's a goddamn chess game. You don't think they have all the moves mapped out? You don't think all this shit is a big fucking plan? Come on! It's gotta be. It's gotta be. If some shit goes down, they've got plans on how to... How to, re- how to respond to us. All right. They know where we all live. They know where we work. They know our patterns. 
blah, 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 blah. They can, you know, they can, they can input all this data and probably make predictions on what you're going to do for the next year. Okay, well, this Friday, he's going to go to McDonald's to get himself a fucking Big Mac. That's what he does on Fridays. They can map out your whole rest of your fucking life based on all the information you're giving. <laughs> How many times have you been sick? You know, oh, this guy gets sicker on this time. You know, this guy goes and eats here. Uh, yeah, I'm too dumb, but there's, there's probably a whole bunch of information and a whole bunch of predictions they can make to benefit a whole bunch of different companies or the government somehow. I don't know. I'm just throwing out. I'm just spitballing here. It's creepy. And it's getting, the world's getting smaller and smaller. And, uh, oh, man, I'm even scared for my kids. What kind of world is going to be when they grow up? Ugh. All right, I'm done. I, I've, I've said enough shit tonight. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, internet taking money from you automatically, swindling you and tricking you into signing up for shit automatically. You know, oh, automatic bill. Oh, and some companies, you have to do automatic bill pay to be in the, uh, you know, the, 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 what do you call it? The system. Oh, well, you have to sign up with that so we can get our money out of you. No matter what, we're getting our money. Fuck you. So them and apps and uh, internet and uh, companies, you know, that, that automatically track you and take your info. All of that. All of it. Conspiracy talk. Oh, fuck you. Fuck you. All right. I'm all done, everybody. Uh, boy, am I sweaty in here. Well, why are you sweaty, champs? Have you worked up a good sweat? Yes, I just said I did. Fuck. Couldn't make it into a sexy joke, James. No, yeah, you couldn't. Not everything is a sexy joke. Except your penis, James. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> if you guys don't know, once my wife and kids, she, she's with the kids today on practice so I can do this fucking show. And they're, uh, they're going to come home any minute now. But, you know, I lock myself in this dark room. I close the window so nobody hears me screaming. <laughs> so it gets hot as fuck in here. With the computer running, you know, and I'm and I'm screaming, and I got this caffeine pumping through my veins, and I'm and I'm jumping up and down. So yeah, I felt like I just ran a fucking mile and a half or three miles. Uh, yeah, I know. Just more complaining and bitching. I, I I'm done. I'm done. I've had enough. I've had enough. Thank you for joining me, everybody. It's been fun. <laughs> Please send me an email and let me know about stuff. Tell me if you're a genius or, or, a, or a psycho like me. And uh, thedangerhour at yahoo.com. Okay, thedangerhour.podbean.com. iTunes, that's where you find the show. I also do another show with Lido, the boy wonder sidekick, and Peterson, son, 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 at his place. And that's uh, Sticks and Stones Podcast, located at sticksandstonespodcast.com. At Sticks and Stones Podcast on the Instagrams, Facebook.com slash Sticks and Stones Podcast. We do live shows every other Friday on uh, Mixler. So you can listen to that shit and you can get interactive, hear behind the scenes nonsense and a bunch of other bullshit. Stuff that does not make the show. So you can get interactive. You can chat with us on there. We'll read your chats on, on real time. And uh, well, on the live show, but then you can listen to back to it later. Uh, at the danger hour at Instagrams, facebook.com slash the danger hour. Sign up for our 
exclusive club on the Facebooks, the Danger Elite Sophista Club. All this, all this opportunities to get to get involved. Sticks and Stones Podcast at Yahoo.com if you want some advice from God and all kinds of other shit. So there you go, everybody. Fancy times. Exciting times. And uh, the last episode we did on Sticks and Stones, the last two are with a black dude that Peterson works with, and uh, things get pretty heated racially, I have to admit. <laughs> it's pretty funny, dude. Uh, that, that's some, Those are some good episodes. So if you want to hear about life today as a black man and how if he thinks that we're racist... Check out that show. And uh, the next one was him talking about a potential threesome. And we break down all the info about that. So, uh, hey, that's also a good one. All right, everybody. Check out Sticks and Stones podcast. Keep supporting the Danger Hour. Because uh, if you don't, my kids will starve. Even though it's a free podcast. I don't know how that makes sense, but it kind of does. And until next time, I leave you with the fantastic same advice that I always do. And that's simply stay dangerous, my friends. Later.